It's Friday night. It's time to party. Just do it outside for all the people. Uh, you guys, tonight on Pamtastic, it's a little bit different. We have three hangovers from the happy hour. They had so much fun at the happy hour that we have three hangovers from the happy hour. We're going to do those three sets first, and then we're going to get on to the showcase. So we're going to get it started up right now with our three comedians, our hangovers from the happy hour. They drank so much at happy hour that they hung over, they stayed fast. They wanted to tell jokes, and I was like, fuck yeah, let's tell jokes. It's Friday night, it's eight o'clock, let's tell jokes. We're not even gonna sing the song yet, we're just gonna get straight to the people. Our first comedian, he's not here, but he's gonna, I'm gonna get him outside, look at this. We're just getting the people from outside. Matthew Quirk, get Matthew Quirk from outside. Quirky, quirky. Oh, from the potty. Oh, no, he's in the potty. That's even better. I've always wanted someone to do a set from the bathroom. I thought that would be a lot of fun. Uh, someone go in the bathroom and fart really loud during your next first comedian set of this first of the Pamtastics Comedy Clubhouse. Very funny guy. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Matthew Quirk. 
All right, thank you, San Francisco, and everybody out there in Mutiny Land. So, hey, it's great to be here, San Francisco, where you put the hip in hypocrisy. Oh, man, this room is packed. Oh, uh, yeah, it's great to be here. I love this city. I love this city where a housing boom is somehow causing homelessness. It's great. Magical quality you have, San Francisco. That's a magical quality. San Francisco, I love it here where eco-friendly living meets a totally unsustainable lifestyle. It's my favorite city. I love it here. All right, I'm just gonna get, I'm just gonna get more political because I can feel the temperature of this room and you guys, uh, the four of you, are into politics. So, I've been listening to a lot of these presidential debates and I've been listening to something, thank you, I've been listening to something that's really important to my people that I haven't heard from the Democratic nominees for president and I haven't I'm sure not going to hear it from the Republican nominees for president so I have to say it here on the radio ginger lives matter thank you hashtag ginger lives matter that's right I'm talking about the other red meat that's right so I know there's a lot of hashtag lives matter out there and it's easy to get distracted, but most of those movements are a struggle for acceptance. But I'm struggling for survival. With global warming, I mean, imagine the future of a ginger if global warming continues, right? I saw this thing where they were trying to gather all the gingers in Dolores Park one Saturday. Do you know how sunny it gets in Dolores Park? It was a frickin' setup, man. They were trying to wipe us out in one clean sweep right there. It was bullshit. And now that they're studying the human genome, they keep on coming out with all these, like, how, they know, like, for a fact how many generations are left till all that's left of the gingers is we're just the highlights in some lucky chick's hair. And that's it. That's it for all eternity. That's, that's bullshit. So I gotta fight for my people. I've got to stand up for my people. And I've got to take that word back. That's our word. You white people can't use it. I've been hearing y'all use the G word just a little too liberally out there in the streets, and I just can't stand for it any longer. And, hey, what's up, little G root? Don't distract me. I only got four minutes. Thank you, brother. And I don't want to hear from any of you white people when you accidentally slip a G out there. I don't want to hear this like, oh, my cousin's a ginger, so I can say it. <laughs> you cannot say it. And I sure as hell don't want to hear, I said ginger, not ginger. <laughs> so it's cool. I mean, that's enough to make a ginger snap. Oh! Pam loves that line. Pam loves that line. So, don't worry. I have a solution to preserve the gingers for all eternity. It's not a solution you're going to hear from the Democrats nominee for president, and it's not something you're going to hear from the Republican nominee for president. So I'm going to say it here on the radio. Please, fuck a ginger. Tonight would be great. I'm lonely. I don't have a dog. Let's do this. All right, thank you, San Francisco. Thank you, Pam. Putting it together for all the gingers, yes.
Fuck a ginger. I wonder if the ginger ladies, ladies are having the same problem as the ginger men, or if it's just gender specific. It might be. Yeah, I think I think that people, I mean, ladies with the long, luscious red hair. I mean, I saw Brave. I mean, Disney's on board, aren't they? Like, what's? That's a thing now. Oh shit, freckles. You know what the best thing about freckles? Right. Well, the best thing about freckles is no one can see your zits. <laughs> That's the best thing about having freckles. My whole life in junior high, and they're like, "Oh, look at your freckles. They're so cute." I'm like, "I know they're hiding all the zits. It's so good. Your skin's so nice. I know, flawless like a baby's butt." Uh, hey, your next comedian, super funny guy. He's got skin like a baby's butt, but I know I think he's older than I am. Are you doing Botox? What are you doing? Are you dating a dermatologist? What's happening with you? You're just you're you're just if it's if it's brown, it don't shrink down. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. It, I don't. There's a black don't crack, but brown. Yeah, exactly. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Joseph. You Goldie. Uh, what's happening, Radio Land? Ah, trying to get into shape. You know, now that I've made it in show business, I think it's important to look my best. Um, so I cut out, cut out drinking beer. But the thing is, beer's getting interesting right now. Some folks in Poland have announced they're starting a brewery where they're going to make beer brewed using bacteria taken from a woman's vagina. No. Yes, this is a real thing. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's, it, they said it's in celebration of the woman. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds refreshing to me. Yeah, yeah I know. So they're going to, yeah, they're going to call the beer Bush Light. No, that's horrible. That's not true. Uh, they're going to call it Jody Foster's Lager. No, that's, ooh, deep cut. I'm just kidding. No, seriously, they're going to call it Pap Test Blue Ribbon. <laughs> That's horrible. Why is he saying these terrible things? No, but I have lost five pounds already in the new year. Um, yeah, thank you. Five pounds. Five pounds. Uh, well, I'm eating healthier. Celery. Did you know celery has no calories? And according to science, it actually has an enzyme that makes you sexier to other people. This is true, yeah. Lately I've been eating so much celery, I got a stalker. That was rough. That was rough. One of the other comics came up after, came up after one of the, my last shows and said, dude, since I heard that joke, I've been eating celery every day. So. I'm, I'm spreading the word. I'm spreading the word. Here's an experimental joke. Let's see if this works. I was walking through North Beach the other day, and this woman wearing a very revealing and sexy uh, outfit stops me on the sidewalk and says, hi there. You're very handsome. I said, why, thank you. And she says, I'm a dancer over on Broadway. And I thought, oh, my God. I love musical theater. <sighs> you know, I'm a straight man. I like stiff drinks. I like boobs in my face. And I occasionally like a jaunty show tune, you know? So I thought this could be a match. I thought this could be a match. Oh, things accelerated quickly. I said, woman, I'm going to show you a wicked time. Oh. I, thought, I thought, hmm, maybe I could fondle her in the alley. 
or I could fiddle her on the roof. <laughs> I said, maybe we should get out of here. Do you have any roommates? She goes, mm, cats. Uh, uh, soon I worked her into a frenzy. She was screaming, Mamma Mia. Uh, at the end of the date, she, she looks at me and says, that'll be five Hamiltons. Deep cut. I will never forget that girl. I will never forget her. Annie was her name. Oh, man. Not bad. That might be a keeper. Um, one of the comics was talking about uh, these folks who are going to be making beer from uh, a woman's vagina earlier. God, that guy was funny. Um, there's also a female scientist in Europe who found a way to make yogurt from culture taken from her vagina. Yeah, yogurt. Now, that, a female scientist, and I thought, now she would be someone to date, you know? It's like, yeah, yogurt from your vagina. Ah, I can just uh, sprinkle some nuts on it, and uh, we've got breakfast. That's horrible. What a horrible, horrible man. And I love you all. I'm Joseph. Thanks a lot. Joseph Ugalde! Yeah! Talking about yeast. I love it. I love it when guys talk about yeast. I love to bake bread. I had a dream once uh, that, no, no, I'm in love with Martha Stewart and I have an idol to her in my front alcove. And I had a dream once uh, that I scraped her vaginal yeast and I baked bread out of it. And I made, I made cinnamon buns to impress people in the morning at the at the, she always bakes cinnamon buns when she's nervous. I know a lot about Martha Stewart. I wish I was her uh, inmate in, I sometimes dream that I was her inmate in jail. I'm like, I know you, Martha. Teach me, teach me how to knit. Uh, your next comedian, he is our last, I'm sorry, if I was to have a lesbian relationship with anyone ever, it would be Martha Stewart. Like, let that bitch run me. I love her. She'd be like, make more topiaries. I'd be like, whatever you want, Martha. My fingers are bleeding because of the topiaries, but I love you. Uh, your next comedian, he's a hangover from the happy hour. That happens. It feels good. Everybody, put your heads to your hands. I mean, your hands to your head because the hangover is so sweet. And I love your next comedian, Peter Johansson. <laughs> Hello. Thank you very much for getting me in here because I came late because the computer doesn't have the right information. Um, yeah, well, it's how most things are in the world. Um, that thing where you blow the pot through the tube with the air fresh or the uh, fabric softener, that doesn't really work. I mean, it's like if you've ever been around that, it's like, wow, it just smells like very, very floral pot. It just like it smells like my mom's house with a lot of pot in it. It like it really does. It's, it makes it more fruity. This thing doesn't sound like it's on. Oh, but it is on. Um, yeah. 
I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, it does. I don't know what I was going to floral something. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about life changes lately because I recently went and got food stamps. And the nice thing about the dip, thank you very much. It's quite the achievement. I have a master's degree in advertising. <laughs> yeah. About to default on my student loans. Fantastic. Um, I, uh, but I was at the DPSS, and the best thing about it is they have no mirrors in the bathroom, so you don't have to, like, look at yourself. <laughs> like, the shame. Like, such a fuck-up. I fucking hate your fucking ass. Let's go get those food stamps. <clears throat> but I've also thought that a really good idea is I'm going to buy a tuxedo, because that's a lifestyle i got to live up to. Like, I, have n I don't even own a suit right now. <laughs> but if I own a tuxedo, that's a whole new thing. Like, I'm going to have to have reasons to wear a tuxedo. Or if I just wear it, people are going to be intimidated, and I'm going to get that kind of respect that I want. I go into 7-Eleven, and I buy a Cherry Coke Zero with a fucking tuxedo on. People are going to be like, that billionaire <laughs> drinks Cherry Coke Zero just like me. He's the American dream, that billionaire over there wearing the tuxedo. And then if anybody asks you, you, you can just say, like, well, I'm going to prom. But she's 19. She got held back twice. And, you know, she only has one senior prom. And I'm not, not about to break her heart. I love the girl. Just because she's dumb. Well, I mean, her, you know, she's slow. <laughs> but... Another thing, has anybody ever driven across country? Driving, isn't driving great? I'd be so down for the, if we teleport, but really driving, I'd still drive for fun. Um, the, uh, I've, I love truck stops. Every truck stop is an opportunity to reinvent yourself. Like really, you can go in there as just a guy in a tuxedo and you'll come out being a guy who's really into CB culture, wearing a shitload of turquoise, carrying a lot of edged weapons, a distressed cowboy hat. You can have some like large porcelain wildlife figurines. You could, you know, I was just in a truck stop the other day and they had, they had a book on tape just called Trench. It was about the Marianas Trench. <laughs> and I, I thought, I wanna fucking buy this really bad because I listen to a lot of books on tape but I'm on food stamps <laughs> and I can't really afford trench god damn my life I fucking hate you you're such a piece of shit do you take EBT no god damn it um I was riding the train recently. I'm going to tell you this joke. I was riding the train. This is the last joke. I was riding the train recently, and this guy next to me, I was uh, looking at some pictures of my nieces that my mom texted to me. And the guy next to me was looking. He wasn't invited, but he goes, oh, kids, man. Yeah, a lot of my friends are having kids. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. He goes, you, you know what I like to call them? Fuck trophies. 
and that he was really proud of himself that he came up with this witticism and so i just went i you know i receded way inside myself as he kept talking and you know started just thinking about that like you know you're a fuck trophy and you're a fuck trophy and you're a fuck trophy and then all of a sudden i realized i'm adopted and (laughs) i'm not a fuck trophy i'm like a certificate of participation So, next time you're just sitting there hating yourself at the DPSS, look, don't, not looking in the mirror, just think, well, I'm a fuck trophy, goddammit, and I'm worth it. Unless I'm adopted, then I'm worthless. No, my mom gets so bummed when I tell that joke. You're so special. Even though you're adopted, you're so special. Thank you very much. Thank you for being welcoming. He's wanted. Look at that. Uh, you guys are listening to Pamphiasis Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. That was the end. Uh, that was the hangover portion of the happy hour. And this is where we get into the we get into the real show, guys. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Uh, so uh, my name is Pam Benjamin. I'm your host for the night. I'm a I'm a stand-up comedian. Thank you for clapping for me. It's a loose it's a loose thing. I'm on EBT too. Because I actually put in my taxes today. I actually put them in the mail for the first time in eight years. I just I just talked to the IRS in the first time in eight years. Like, that's not going to raise some flags, right? Where have you been for the past eight years? And I'm going to say, um, well, I was in grad school for a while. Uh, and uh, then I, I'm, I've been a really good girlfriend. <laughs> So I'm putting back feminism like 25 years. I'm really fucking it up for my food stamps. Uh, I am on food stamps. They're amazing. They're, how much do you get a month? I actually don't know. I think I get like 270. Holy shit, I only get 140. What are you doing that I'm not? Look at that. See, women get less even in food stamps. Like that's insane. Why I'm getting 140. Oh, man. Feeding me and my boyfriend. I'm not claiming him, but I'm still feeding him. Shit, and I'm only getting one. Talk about 70 cents on the dollar. 204. God damn it. Yeah, well, you must have the... I love food stamps, you guys. Uh, It's what keeps me being a stand-up comedian. Uh, One place your food stamps go really far is Food for Less. Down on the corner on 14th and Folsom. Great stuff. That's where fish sticks go to die. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Uh, and everything is super cheap. And you're like, is this is this green pepper going to degrade in my hand? Like, how much do I have to pay for it? They're old. It's, it's old vegetables. Uh, but what I'm saying is when I'm in line with my food stamps, and I'm there, and we're all in big, long lines, uh, and the Asian lady comes from the side and just gets right in front of me, and I'm like, hey... There was a line here, and she looks at me and says, all things in nature are curved. (laughs) Curved like my boyfriend's dick. Get in line, bitch. We all got food stamps. Get to the back of the line. Sorry, it's, it's, I get a little, I don't get angry. The only thing that makes me angry is when I try to use my food stamps at Whole Foods. It's the only place in the city that shames you for having food stamps. So everywhere else, you just get to run your card like it would be an EBT or anything else, and you push the food stamp button, and you're just like, I'm poor, don't tell anybody. But at at Whole Foods, they shame you. You actually have to tell them, I'm using EBT. 
And then they look at you when they're scanning the stuff. And she looked at me at one point and she said, foie gras on food stamps? <laughs> and I was like, just because I'm poor don't mean I have, don't have good taste, bitch. Come on. I was a date. It was a food stamp date. He's poorer than I am, right? Like, he's a comedian. What do you do? You get the, you get the foie gras, you get some cheeses, a thing of bread. You make them buy the wine because you can't buy wine on food stamps. Am I right? Absolutely. You can't even buy kombucha on food stamps because that has alcohol in it. Tiny bits of alcohol with kombucha. Cannot, can't buy it on food stamps. has alcohol in it. They don't want you to be healthy. You can buy, that's a funny thing. You can buy fish sticks with food stamps, but not kombucha. I mean, riddle me this, America. What are we doing? Let's keep our people unhealthy. Uh, yeah, this isn't anything I want to talk about with my jokes tonight. Usually I don't get political. I don't want to be political. You guys political? Polit- you little political? I don't want to be political at all. I want to submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. Like, that's what I want to do. I don't, I don't want to be political. Uh, but I have to be right now, because everyone's being all political. Oh, you're a feminist. You're voting for Hillary, right? I'm like, ah. Oh. Oh, dog. My friend Hilldog. I want to, like, high-five her, like, through the ether. I want to be like, here's the thing. Benghazi wasn't really a thing. <laughs> Benghazi is just the name of a labradoodle that she and Donald Trump shared, okay? And they both have children through this bitch, right? They were sharing emails back and forth, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Benghazi, wasn't that a great bitch? I know. And now they have cute little labradoodles and they run around and their labradoodles can high five too. It's really cute. Uh, But I actually have a theory that long ago, uh, Hill Dog and Trumpy were at a Christmas party together, and they were like, in 2008, he was like, you know what, you know what, Hill Dog, I know what we can do, this will be amazing, this is incredible, and she's like, oh, stop it, let's just keep smoking pot and we'll have a good time, he's like, no, 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 I've got this idea, I'm gonna run for president, and it's gonna be great, because I'll run under the Republican ticket, which is totally impossible, right, and then if I actually win, you'll win by a landslide, and she was like, this is a really great idea, let's get into this, and they spent all those emails back and forth, and they just titled it Benghazi, because it was the name of the labradoodle bitch that they shared, and now, and now we're all fucked, I mean, just like, just like that dog, that poor little labradoodle, cute dogs though, labradoodles, you know, like smart, and you know, fun times, uh, it doesn't matter, it, it's America, no one cares anyways, <laughs> just give me, just give me another rich dog, another rich bitch to do something, I'm not even, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore, we should get to the real comedy, I've just been, let's sing a song, <laughs> so this is Pam Tess's Comedy Clubhouse, there's a song that we sing, if you want to sing it, you may sing along with us, it goes like this, M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse, Comedy, Clubhouse. Comedy, Clubhouse. together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 <laughs> There's a weird new kind of cookies on the street. M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! There are so many great comedians for you guys tonight. I can't even wait. And your first comedian, I don't even know if he's in here at the point of time that we're happening, but we'll figure it out. Where is, I don't even, there he is. He's sitting right in front of me because I'm an asshole. Put your hands together, everybody. It, it, it is. Uh, the reason that I love it is that on the, his name isn't spelled like this, but on the internet he spells it like Paw 
lick, which always makes me think of my cat. So uh, that's one of the reasons why I love him so much. Also, because his jokes are hilarious. Please put your hands together. It's Jonah Pollock. This is true. I'm a big cat person. Uh, I named my cat uh, Lexi, short for Lexapro, uh, because that's the role that she serves in my life. Uh, She keeps me participating in the economy. I do it all for her. Um... Yeah, uh, remember when they said when gay marriage got passed, they said it would lead to marrying animals? Remember that? I hope so, you guys. Pet health care is really expensive, right? (laughs) Every day I just say a prayer, prayer, like, please don't ever get sick. Um, The thing is, I, like, knew people growing up who spent, like, 20 grand getting, like, dialysis for, like, their, like, 20-year-old dog. Like, if you're doing that, you better be fucking them. Like, I don't know. Is that a strange thought? I just... I don't know, 20 grand is a lot for dialysis for a dog, is all I'm saying. Um, I, uh, I have this giant rash on my face right now, because uh, I've been doing cocaine on the outside of my nose, you guys. <laughs> not, not that fancy rich people cocaine, the stuff with like acetone and gasoline in it. Just been rubbing it in there real good. Uh, I'm getting all kinds of weird uh, references from people as to what I look like. Uh, apparently, I look like a hipster Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle who decided to move to Oakland. Uh, I look like vegan David Cross. I look like a vice reporter who isn't fooling anybody that he's undercover. Uh, I look like, what else was it? Oh, there was a, uh, I look like a superhero who's in disguise, but it's not fooling anybody. Um... Uh, Roman Leo told me I look like the end result of feminism, <laughs> which, uh, just, that means like Andrea Dworkin and Gloria Steinem were like cooking me up in a laboratory and then I like broke free to like get to like Oakland to be an open mic comedian. <laughs> Living the dream off the grid. Um, this is true. I went to liberal arts college, you guys, which is basically a very pretentious way of saying that I'm in debt and by curious. Um, uh, you know, some colleges will like brag, like within five years, our students are making like $150,000. Or like, you know, our students generally get PhDs in the sciences. But like where I went to school five years later, half the students are changing gender identities. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just there's this very expensive lifestyle uh, where you take a bunch of money from the government and then you read uh, nonsensical philosophy and then a third gender root healer named Kai puts his hand up your ass. It's a good time. I, uh, they say as you get older, the child becomes the parent and the parent becomes the child. Uh, my parents are turning into weird trust fund kids. Like, it's their money. Like, they have, like, 401ks, like... Um, I don't, I don't own any like profitable brands or anything, but, uh, my dad moved to Virginia to become a classical musician, uh, and gave up on 40 years of religious practice. My mom is going to move to the countryside, she thinks in 10 years, to pickle vegetables, uh, which is great because instead of asking when I'm going to bear her grandchildren, she just wants to know when I'm finally going to get like really serious about sauerkraut. (laughs) You guys, you guys probiotic fans? Yeah, that's something like you, they say like, oh, it helps you poop good. Like now they're like, now they're like, the, the, your brain doesn't make neurotransmitters. It's like your intestines. So 
Yeah. Eat some acidophilus. Is like <laughs> this is turning into like a health food infomercial? But anyway, so like I know we would all watch that show like Game of Thrones, and we'd be like, "Wow, all this raping and murdering and pillaging!" Like, wow, it was like really brutal right before like democracy. But like my mom would watch that, and she would be like, "Well, of course, they're all eating gluten, you know? <laughs> they all have severe dietary mood disorders." And uh, at the end of the show, everyone's just gonna like try gluten-free baked goods and be like, "Well, it's not so bad," yeah. <laughs> I guess it kind of tastes like something, and, <laughs> and then they all just like take up yoga and <laughs> making porch tea. It's a nice peaceful activity. Um, I remember uh, the first time I ever talked about sex with a friend growing up, it was my friend Ilya Novak, and he wrote a novel, uh, which basically just means he filled a notebook. Uh, but I remember the, the way the characters would make love in the book was they would climb in bed, and then they would start pooping and peeing on each other. Right? Right? Like, we're all, like, gross. And at the time, I was like, I don't really know what intercourse is or what lovemaking is, but I don't think it's this. And now I grow up, and I'm, like, a mature guy, right? And I'm like, wow, those characters had such intimacy, right? <laughs> that they could communicate with each other with their bodies like that? You have to admit, that's, like, a pretty enviable amount of comfort with yourself, right? Like... Okay, now this is turning into like a sexual ceiling healing self-help seminar. Um, you guys can buy my book afterwards. Um, no, but uh, I also remember I once walked in on my dad watching porn on the internet. Uh, I feel like if you walk in on like your parent looking at porn, it should at least be some interesting window into their like dark, sticky fantasy life that can never come true. Like, wow, there's a person underneath that vague scowl. But like... My dad was just like looking at like a topless woman on the beach, so it's like, oh, you're like sad and basic. <laughs> like some people want to like fly with like little nymphets and like gold costumes from like the sky, but like you just want to hang out on the set of a light beer commercial. Like, <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of gross. Um, I'm finding that I have an eating disorder, but in my sleep. Does that make sense? Like, I can't stop eating but it's only in my sleep. Like I had a dream where I just went to a taco festival and just ate every type of taco. And then after that I had a dream where I went to a wedding and I just tried everything at the smorgasbord. Like, as I don't gain any weight, I don't spend any money, but I also don't like learn anything about myself. Like, am I gay? Do I hate my parents? Pad Thai sounds good, you know? <laughs> and then I'm just looking at like a fake takeout menus with like Vietnamese street food for eight hours. Um, yeah, I recently, I reconnected with, I actually, I, my friend came to me in a dream, and instead of talking to him, all I did was eat, like, desserts. <laughs> and then, like, the next day, he called me. He's like, I'm going to be in San Francisco. And uh, it was great to catch up with him. Like, you guys ever have that friend, like, they smoke pot, you smoke pot. They, like, decide God doesn't exist, and you're like, me too. <laughs> and, like, you, you, like, you guys play hooky together, and then, like, they lose their virginity, and then you just, like, learn all of the details about how they lost their virginity. <laughs> you know, just like, just a widening asymmetrical gap. No. <laughs> Did everyone, was everyone here the first person in their friend group to have sex? Anyone here the last person in their friend group to have sex? <laughs> I, I lost my virginity to my psych TA. Wow. Yeah. I was having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> she thought I seemed mysterious. <laughs> And she also had a pierced clit, so it was like, literally, it's like, I don't know what I'm doing, and it doesn't even matter. So <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but before I got there, I, was, I spent uh, my life in Jewish high school. Um, people wonder why Orthodox Jews wear all the black. It's because historically speaking, they're like, well, any day could be a funeral, you know? <laughs> and it's slimming. Um, but so I remember um, I once had this teacher, uh, Rabbi Clammer, and he'd tell all these weird stories that made no sense. And he told us a story about like how you have to be like mindful of what has value in life. But the way the metaphor worked was that this guy took a bunch of diamonds, no, no, he took a bunch of chicken fat from where it was not profitable, took it to a land where there was diamonds, but chicken fat was profitable. Then he spent all the chicken fat, took all the diamonds, and went back to where he came from. And it's like, dude, you're teaching us how to manipulate international currency. like. <laughs> <laughs> That's shady, right? I, I just suddenly started taking a huge interest in financial instruments right around that time. That's the beginning of it. It's like turning into a werewolf. Right, Stephanie? Yeah. <laughs> You're just like fiduciary responsibility. No, um. <laughs> That's where it starts. Um, yeah, the Bible studies is just code for tax paperwork. <laughs> um, no, uh, it's funny. I was a lot of things in high in high school. I was very pretentious. I would talk about like free jazz. I'd tell my brother like it's a hit or miss affair, and then he's like, "Oh, this guy is gonna grow up to be like some cool gay guy in Europe who like puts me up and like gives me designer drugs." Uh, but instead, I'm just like a vaguely crusty person in Oakland who calls him up for free life advice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so in high school, right, a lot of people, they might hate their parents, they might hate God, they hate school. I was a free jazz fan. I hated rhythm. <laughs> right? Like, you get it? Like, I'd, like, play it for people. They'd be like, it has no swing. I'd be like, right? Right? It's just completely angry and perverse the entire time. Um, like, you ever look at a piece of sheet music and, like, thought to yourself, those notes are behind bars, man? Right? <laughs> Right, like every book of a symphony is just like a concentration camp of like ideas. Like, what do we want? Freedom. When do we want it? Right? Is it a piano? Is it a bassoon? It doesn't matter. We're all creatures of light. Right? All right. Thank you, guys. Give it up for Pam. Keep it going for Jonah Pollock and his jazz jokes. Deep jazz. Yeah. Cool cat. Cool cat right there. All right, your next comedian, she's a cool cat. Uh, I actually, I know I didn't tell anybody the list. I'm like, surprise, you're up next. But up, fantastic. Uh, I love her jokes so much. And sometimes I feel like I want to put you in front of uh, all of my bougie friends because I feel like your jokes <laughs> will land so hard with the dermatologists. You know what I mean? Uh, put your hands together right now. You guys are going to love her. It's Stephanie Silverman. Yay! Keep it going for Pam, you guys. Katie Fields, she, lo- she loves me. She hearts every fucking thing I put on, on the goddamn Facebook. She's always like, Oh, I get your bougie joke, Stephanie. Um, and what's up with that what single white guy on food stamps? Do they let those guys have them? Like the, the, those are the, the like I, unless you've got mental illness, if you're a single white guy, you don't deserve food stamps. Like you don't get them. That is not something that should be available to you. Like I've never shamed anyone on food stamps uh, except for that guy, I guess. Um, and but my my grandmother, that was kind of her thing. Uh, we'd be at the checkout, she'd be like. 
food stamps because like at the time it was like a big thing it was like a, a like a like a poster I, like you would have to pay with a poster that let everyone know you were poor and the only other time that in my head I shame someone I think you know when someone says don't judge I'm like no, you can judge because that happens in your head, right? You just don't don't stop someone to do something that they want to do um, based on your opinions. That's worse than judging. So the one time I judge someone for food stamps, she's like, can I get this bottled water with EBT? And I'm like, fucking bitch, we live near Hetch Hetchy. We've got, he- we, like, we ruined Hetch Hetchy, one of the most beautiful valleys in the fucking world. So you could have clean, beautiful drinking water. No, you cannot have bottled water with EBT. That was... I didn't say it. That was in my head. Um, um, I let's see. I you guys like this is totally weird. I you were talking about dreams. I dreamed that I was like I was playing with puppies last night. Like it was that was the first time in my life that I've had a good dream. Like I swear to God, it was the first time in my life that I haven't been dreaming about like oh a chemistry exam that I didn't study for and it's happening and I'm gonna fail or like or my cell phone. There's an emergency and my cell phone turns into a cow and I can't dial its udders. What's going on? It's broken. <laughs> like this is what my dreams are made of and they're so full of shit. And I'm like, why don't dreams? ever have something fun like if it's sex it's like sex with your dad or it's sex with an alligator penis you know it's never like a chicken you're shoving it in your vagina and then you're, you feel guilty because it turns into your mom it's always <laughs> something awful and it's like I was like it was just literally a dream where like my boyfriend bought me three golden doodles I had three golden doodles which is my fantasy dog uh they're four thousand dollars each thank you very much and I will own one um <laughs> But he bought me three, and we're just playing with puppies. And I was like, what a great boyfriend. I, I don't know what I did to deserve this dream. Because I did not have a good week, you guys. I did not have a week without anxiety. Like, my week started with, like, I bought a new scooter four months ago. The first new vehicle I've ever had in my life. I've had a bunch of used shit. Just used shit. Why not? Stephanie deserves used shit. But this time, Stephanie gets a new scooter. It's brand new. And a van backs up into a park, tries to get into a parking space from a stop sign, runs her scooter over, squashes it, squashes it flat. I'm so anxious. I'm on the floor like, my phone didn't crack, but like, I'm okay. Oh, that's great. I'm okay. God bless. And, um... So my scooter's in the shop. I'm, I'm like bruised. Okay, so that happened. Uh, I, went, I was on a comedy contest. My mom and some of her closest friends and my boyfriend and a friend came and watched me have the worst humiliating fail of a comic set I've ever had in my life. Crickets. And I'm just like, oh, you learn from failure. I will have a PhD someday. So it's awful. And that very same day, I got into an internet fight with a comic that tells me he's bitter about something that happened four years ago that he never told me about. And also, he's never liked me and never liked my comedy. And then he's at the show that night. And this is, what, do I, what did I do to deserve a good dream? I don't know. I should be having the chemistry of crocodile fuck your mom dream. But instead, I got to play with puppies. So... So there's that. There's that. Um, what else? I uh, yeah. I, I'm interested in Bernie Sanders. I like him, and I I don't know if I like him just for his politics or if it's because he looks like my dad. Um, he's got the look, you know. Uh, Larry David, Bruce Silverman, separated at birth. I don't know, you know. And but I feel like it's and, you know someone actually asked my dad uh, for a picture to have their picture taken with him because they thought he looked like Bernie Sanders. And I'm like, you know what? That's kind of racist because they don't. They don't look alike. They have like this circle of gray hair and the Junos thing and they're like both look like carved little apple dolls but they don't actually look alike they don't actually look alike um, but this is a type that my mom has my mom likes the Bernie Sanders type she was engaged to a Bernie Sanders at one point 
she's still friends with him. Uh, my dad is a Bernie. He's a tall Bernie Sanders type. Uh, and the the old the, the first guy, the Bernie Sanders that she was engaged to, they're all friends. Sometimes they hang out. We were together for Hanukkah, Hanukkah this year, uh, and it was interesting because uh, the Bernie the uh, Larry David type had a grandson there who looked like the littlest Larry David. Um, and it was an interesting experience to have all these people in the same room because just for that evening, we all had free health care. <laughs> it was good. Um, but I, I just, I think Bernie needs to, like, someone just got to tell that man to fucking smile. You know, he's just looking, he's always looking like, I'm angry. It's like, he doesn't look like a warm guy. You know, sure, we'll get free health care. Sure, like, things will be nice. It'll be good. We'll be in a utopia or something. But I'll be like, oh, he's my angry grandpa. He, grandpa's angry. Why is grandpa angry all the time? He's mad. Oh, Bernie. Um, I, yeah, taxes. You know, taxes are not due today. We all know this, right? 18. Yeah, so because it's like a weird holiday of some sort that I'd never heard of, and the office is closed. Uh, but you can still pay them today. You can pay them online, Pam. <laughs> you with the like old school with a stamp and shit. Yeah, do they still have post offices? <laughs> like, <laughs> is this something that we still do? Like, I just. I like I will throw things away before I send them back, you know, because it is too much trouble. I'm just like I, I can't go to the post office. I'm just gonna like if it's not Amazon free shipping to return something, I'm just like I'm gonna throw it away. Like I I'll donate it. You can get a tax deduction for donating shit up to five hundred dollars. Probably, probably. Also, uh, I'm privileged. <laughs> I do. Like, my family would never let that happen to me. <laughs> um, it's, it's just, yeah. My, my mom, on the other hand, my dad would let that happen to her, but they, uh, well, you know, not all Jewish stories end up happy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I have my own business, so that works out pretty well. I wax vaginas. I do. Yeah. I do, and it turns out to be so freaking lucrative. Who knew? You know, and you get, it's, it's gross. I have to say, I mean, it can be, you know, I'm not like waxing the homeless. So that would be a, com that would be a completely different story. Like, that's, uh, yeah. It's, so it's like, you know, women that work for Facebook and whatever, and they come in, and sometimes there's a little poop on their ass, and I'm like, I just look the other way. Um, yeah, it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit. Um, yeah, just, I'm like, I give them a little wipe. I'm like, didn't you use the wipe? And the worst thing is, is like when I come in and the wipe is just sitting on the table and they're like, what did you want me to, like, what did you want me to do with this? I'm like, I just wanted you to hold it while I wax you. <laughs> like you fucking clean your shit with it. Clean your shit with it. Uh, but the interesting thing about waxing these days is that women are starting to want to keep a little more pubic hair. Like, you know, the porn thing, everyone was like, get all, get rid of all of it. Make it. And they're like, I just want a little more hair. But like Brazilian down below, but keep a thick triangle up top. And I'm like, what is this? Like a, you want like a Brazilian mullet? And it's like, well, so wait, which side is the party? I don't know. Which side is party and which side is business? I'm, I'm really confused. And how is this a trend? How did this get, like, bangs are a trend, right? Like, this is something, like, is, bangs are beyond me. Some, sometimes I have bangs, sometimes I don't. I don't decide. It's like with something my hairdresser decides. I don't get it. But I need a new name for this new Brazilian style, and I'm thinking, I don't know, like, the cat head? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm a good girlfriend. I really. My boyfriend's a good boyfriend. He had dinner ready for me when I got home. I got home from waxing the vajayjay, um, and I was counseling. A, this this is the kind of these are the kinds of you know Pam. You're right. This is like my shit is so bougie. Like I was counseling one of my clients who works for o Oculus Prime, or whatever. You know, like like. She, 
counsel, I'm counseling her. What am I counseling? Like I'm waxing her and I'm counseling her. What am I counseling on? How to do a triathlon. You know, right? Like she needs advice on how to do a triathlon. She's never done a triathlon before. I'm like, I've got advice for you, sweetie. Oh my God, this is how you do it. When you're running out of the water, you have to take your, start taking your wetsuit off and then step on it. And here's my secret. Put lube on your wetsuit. She's like, lube, really? I'm like, yeah, I used to put lube on my wetsuit to get it on and off easily. And I was so embarrassed that it was lube. I would put duct tape around the bottle. <laughs> I don't know. I did triathlons. Um, I did. I did triathlons. So bougie. Yeah. I had like, yeah, yeah. I was out there. I was like running like it's like, or hopping, skipping and jumping is like what I like to call it. <laughs> Three events. You just keep going until you're like, I don't know, you until you get a beer. Just for fun. Just, it was, and they're fun. They are, they, they're fun. They are, you know, they are. It's like Barry's boot camp. It's fun. I did. Does anyone know what Barry's boot camp is? It's another bougie thing that I do. Um, it's a, it's an indoor boot camp situation that uh, you're on the treadmill for half the time and you're doing like weird weightlifting PE exercises the rest of the time and someone's yelling at you uh, and telling you you're having fun. And it's great. And I love it. <laughs> it's awesome. You feel, you feel skinnier right away. You walk out of that place and you feel like I am definitely a skinnier person. That was worth it. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I did, I did triathlons. I did Barry's boot camp this morning. I'm a little dehydrated right now. That's why I'm drinking a vodka and soda right now. Uh, cause also known as the skinny bitch, you know, and someone accused me the other day of, of like, they're like, I remember this guy that was so angry with me and hates my comedy and hates me. It was like, I remember four years ago you were sitting there drinking a gin and tonic. I was like, fuck you. I don't like gin. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not, I don't drink gin and tonic. Um, I do drink a lot of vodka. Uh, that's one of my favorite drinks. Um, <laughs> that's one of my favorite beverages. Uh, hey, booth guy, I remember you. Yeah. Good to see you. Are you still doing those beautiful cards that you drew? Uh, doing, uh, oh, that's lovely. Is it Scrimshaw? Uh, <laughs> what is Scrimshaw? What is Scrimshaw? Yeah. It's like, isn't that when you take like a tusk and you like etch it with shit, like see shit? Oh, no, I just do paintings. Okay. Nice to see you again. You're looking good. Hey, remember you from the brainwash days. Those were good, good times, huh, Pam? Huh, Ryan? Way back. <laughs> just reminiscing. Okay, I was, I was telling a story, and then I just got lost. I got lost. Okay, so I was saying what a great girlfriend I am. I'm a fantastic girlfriend because, like, because I've got an Amazon Prime account, and I just can easily order shit, and I order 24 fresh white washcloths for my boyfriend, right? Because, all right, what he was doing, he was taking these gym towels that I use to go to my boutique workouts, like, Barry, like Barry's Boot Camp. I take them with me, and I've, I've acquired these towels either from buying them or stealing them from gyms, and uh, he was using them to to come, clean up come, and then um, then he would use them again. And this is partially my fault because when I was single, you know, I was like playing the field and I'd have guys over a lot. And I had like, you know, in my nightstand, I'd always have clean towels, lube and toys and condoms, female condoms too, because those are kind of fun actually. Um, and the thing that would happen is that I was, I really became a good sex hostess, you guys. And uh, I took this to the relationship. When my boyfriend and I moved in together, I took all these same towels and put them in the drawer by the bed. But he took it upon himself to like, I don't need to use it. I don't need to use a clean towel every time. I can just keep reusing it. And this is kind of disgusting to me because like he wants, he'll like wipe himself up and then give me a towel that has dried cum on it already. And I'm like, I'm good. Thanks. You know? And then, but they're also, these are, these are also my gym towels and it's fine for him to use them, but like, I need a clean, I need to go into the drawer and get a clean gym towel. Like I went to like, like spinning workout, like with my friend Brittany, because like, of course, who else do you take besides Brittany to a spinning workout? And she's like, she's like, Oh my God, you didn't tell me. Like I pull out my towel. She's like, you didn't tell me that we need to bring our own towels to the spinning workout. And I said, well, you can have mine, but I don't want you to get pregnant. So... 
So we have to have clean. Now it's like 24 clean washcloths. Like use it once, put it away, right? And I'm like, we we. It's like we have a washer and dryer in the basement. He's a fucking attorney at law. You know, he can have a clean towel every goddamn time. Like we have a house cleaner, you guys. That's how bougie I am. Um. Oh God, I gotta tell you how much I love having a house cleaner. This is nuts. Like I've. Cl- I feel like I feel like this has been good. Like I've been able to admit that I have some privilege. The uh, oh, <laughs> the apartment beneath us is going for is for rent. It's a one bedroom. It's thirty two eighty five. What? Seems like a good deal to me. <laughs> it's awful. It's half the size of ours. Um, but uh, yeah, it's nuts. And condo prices are coming down. Someday we'll all be able to live here again. Um, I got to wax tomorrow. Uh, I got to wax. Like, you know, it's like, I deserve this money. You guys, like I see a lot of shit, but I do. I, I do. I do. Um, I'm grateful though. I am grateful. God, I wanted to end with something else. Um, Bernie needs to smile. Uh, you know, I know we're not supposed to ask people like what you're not supposed to say. What, what are you like? That's wrong. Like you're not supposed to inquire into people's ethnic origins. Like somehow like that's wrong. But is it okay to say, like, did your parents meet at UC Berkeley? (laughs) All right, thanks, you guys. You've been awesome. Stephanie Silverman! Oh, man, I try to to shave my vagina. It's never good enough. Maybe someday I can afford to have you wax me. That'd be great. Oh, wow. I have a best gay friend who used to wax, and I used to get really drunk and lay in his uh, in his uh, living room and be like uh, with my pants off be like wax me and he'd be like no I will never do it <laughs> he didn't want to look at my badge it's cool uh, your next comedian he is all the way I'll get the I'll get the people from outside to come in because they haven't seen you forever no I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it uh, he hasn't been here in forever and he used to live here and it was great and now he lives down there in the southern hinterlands by Irvine and other places and I'm sure you're doing really great down there and I'm excited to see you in here look the phone lines are lighting up they're like all oh, right Papazi is coming up what so exciting everybody put your hands together it's Ryan Papazian yay right, if that's Paul Sanford just fucking hang up I don't want to talk to him all right, I just want to do a check. Uh, okay, Pam, it's all right. Oh, my God. Now it's... I was at a show yesterday, and some guy's like, this guy, he's done all the clubs and colleges. Like, he said that all the... Cl- like, who fucking Jerry Seinfeld hasn't done all the clubs and colleges? Why are you throwing me into this shit? And I come up there and start yelling at people, and they're like, really? Clubs and colleges really want you back for that? Good. Who was it, by the way, on the phone? Yeah. Oh, Oh wow! Was it was it for me or no? It was not. It was she just. Oh my God! Not putting my dick anywhere near her. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know if she wants it. I don't know. I don't know if she wants to talk about spaceships or rap. You want me to? Oh, okay. That's good. That's great. You guys know who Sweet Gale is? Oh, the best comedian in the Bay Area by far. She is she's a treat. You should go look her up. Uh, she's probably outside picking bottles out of the trash can, but she's man, that's mean. That's what happens when you go to LA. You just become a dick. Uh, so I now I dress better and all this shit. I used to come up here with Slayer shirts. You're right. Yeah, Slayer, Slayer. Yeah, just yeah. Slayer. Ten minutes of that. Yeah, Slayer. Slayer! You guys like that in Radio Land? Slayer! <laughs> Fucking Slayer! Yeah. All right! Yeah! 
that's pretty fucking metal. That thing, I want to, I want to start a band <laughs> called, um, uh, no, no, I was thinking of like, uh, uh, honk, honk, honk way to hell or some shit like that. <laughs> so, honk, <laughs> welcome to honk way to hell, yeah, Satan, yeah, this thing's fun, it is. Yeah, that is definitely a Harpo Marx thing. I have, uh, I actually have a tattoo of Harpo Marx on my arm. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's really awesome when you go to the airport and people think it's Willy Wonka. So that's really great. I've gotten two of those. Uh, it's not a guy who gives candy to children. That's why the fuck would I tattoo that on my arm? Oh man, I should, I should get waxed. That might make me feel better. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't want to gross you guys out. But I am. Uh, I feel like if, Stephanie, if you did wax me, that could definitely go to locks for love. Uh, it's a lot of hair down there. It's, uh, uh, what? Merkins of love. Is that real? Yeah. They, they put pubic hair, like other people's pubic hair on? Yeah. Well, there's a Victorian time. We can talk about Yeah. No, okay. All right. I was kind of joking, but now... <laughs> It's a thing. Fucking metal, does <laughs> Slayer, yeah. What's this pretty fucking metal? Giving these other people pubic hair? Yeah. Hey, bro, you looking pretty bald down there. Fucking bam. I don't know. Everything could be metal. You could, honestly. I'll put a Pantera shirt on. Someone stick a finger up my ass. Fucking metal. Yes. All right. I'm sorry. I've <laughs> got you guys. I don't know. You guys. You guys know what Slayer is? It's everything Jesus hates. So, uh, you, you do? You know what Slayer is? You don't know what Slayer is? Okay, Slayer is, it's a band, and they play shows where me, where I, I shove, me, I meet, me, I do it. Uh, I just shove other seventh graders in a circle. That's, that's what, yeah. Pretty good stuff. I like it a lot. You want to go? You seem like, are you with him? No? You guys all just friends? Oh, you're gonna do comedy. Oh, cool. Then what about you guys? It's where you're gonna. Are you gonna do comedy too? No. Okay. Oh, they're audio. Wow, that's great. Uh, yeah! Woo! Yeah! Fucking. Oh man, I. God damn. I. I fucking love prop comedy. I know it's hack as fuck, but you know, whatever. Oh man, I'm gonna. I hope someone calls and be like, "Dude, do not." By the way, I'm gonna take that. What's that paddle thing? Hold that up. And, uh, dude, if anyone comes here and you know tells me to stop honking, I'm gonna beat him with that because that looks like a good. You beat some art into children. That's what. That's what it looks like. What? <laughs> it's a chessboard that he painted into a beating stick. That's awesome. <laughs> You're gonna finger paint like all the other children, Billy. <laughs> um cool so how do you guys hear about this uh, through her or no just okay you don't know each other. you just sit i'm an idiot i just think that when you sit next to someone you know them i don't know i've been on the bus way too much around here that's i don't know that's why i just make friends oh god i need friends uh in la it's so sad and lonely down there um but that's cool. Actually, I did a show. I, I did this show, and I asked the people, I'm like, how did you hear about the show? And they said, Craigslist. And I'm like, you showed up to this shit? <laughs> Craigslist for a comedy show. Craigslist, really? Yeah. 
I felt like I wanted to pull a knife out and stab them just to prove, like, that you do not trust Craigslist, you know? <laughs> oh, man, it's good to be back. I'm really glad to be back here, you know? I do. I miss it a lot, you know? I miss just that, that smell of pee. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you know, there's a, in L.A., there's that smell of pee, but it's not the same, you know? I think it's less kale in it. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, I know. Less kale. Let's go. Actually, I've been eating a lot of kale. I became vegetarian. Isn't that crazy? I know, but it's, I'll make it metal somehow, you know. Oh, yeah, well, it's not meat if you suck goat's blood. I don't know. <laughs> That's, I, maybe that is. It's still veg. It's not meat. It's just blood. Can, I, can, I can drink blood, right? Asparagus and blood? Yeah, dude. Start my own. I'll make my own cookbook that won't sell. Um, but yeah, I actually, I did. I was dating this girl. That's how, by the way, that's why I did. I was dating a girl. She was vegetarian. And I felt bad. I was like just shoving chicken down my fucking throat. Um, so I actually, I, did, I decided to join her. I was like, you know, all right, I'll become vegetarian. And it was so weird. She told me, she's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of tough. The first week you're going to, you're going to feel weak. You know, you're going to feel nauseous. You're going to have night sweats. And I'm like, is that true? I don't know if you guys, anyone vegetarian? Is that, is that, it's not true? Okay, good. So then I have AIDS because those are the same symptoms. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's like the smoothest way to give someone AIDS, by the way, is just to be like, you know, you're like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Ever since we had unprotected sex, I've been having night sweats and felt weak. It's like, it's the broccoli, you pussy. You're like, okay, all right. <laughs> all right. But my six-pack's really showing because I'm losing weight. All right. Um, uh, what What else is going on in my life? It is. It's good to be back here. Oh, God. You guys are great. All you guys are great. Everyone here is wonderful. I'm going to honk this until I think of something else. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm so I am. I'm dating this girl now, and she – fe- oh, my God. It's ridiculous. She has a curfew. She's 22 and she has a curfew, right? That, I'll like, that's so ridiculous in the city because everyone's, I, I don't know, they're all, you know, finger banging each other till like four in the morning here. But like, dude, it's nuts. What? On Molly. All right. On Molly. Sure. That's just, <laughs> either way, that doesn't, that doesn't change the fact that, I, that she has a curfew and like, I, dude, it pisses me off, man. It really, it sucks. Don't ever, don't do it. If you, if, they have a curfew, especially also, I, this, it's the second girl, the second girl that day with a curfew, all right? And don't think I'm walking around a high school like, yeah, who's vulnerable right now? I'm not doing that. It just happens to be that they, they have a curfew. And um, so this girl, she, I don't know, like her dad thinks that's going to like, I don't know, make her a better person. I'm like, dude, you can touch my dick at any time of the day. I don't know why, <laughs> like what a curfew is going to do. All it does, actually, you know what a curfew does is it makes me perform better under pressure. You know what I mean? Because, like, when we're doing it, I just, like, look, I'm like, 11.59, at the buzzer! Boom! Yeah, right. Oh, man, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At the buzzer! Fucking, all right. Oh, man, I'm, I love this thing. I'm going to, man. You know what's weird? No, you know what's great is I can just keep honking this and no one's going to say anything because it's like, just be yourself, man. It's San Francisco. <laughs> keep just honking, man. Yeah, dude, what's it? I don't know. I dated this other girl who had a curfew as well. Um, I know I'm really relating to all you guys who obviously date children. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ, dude. This girl, she's like, 
she told me, she's like, oh, I have to be home by dinner time, which great. I'm getting cock blocked by like casserole or some shit like that. Like, uh, and then for anyone out there, she was 18. And for anyone out there who thinks, I know, I know, I look, I'm 20, I'm 45. No, I can't. <laughs> Technically, physically, I'm, I'm 25. Mentally, I'm 65, right? So, but yeah, no, I, I was, it was awful. The date was awful. What? Yeah, I know. That's why I'm not dating her anymore. Because I, 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 you know why I'm not dating her anymore? All right, because it wasn't, that was not hot. That wasn't, then turned me on. You know, like I wasn't like in the car, like doing it with her. Like, yeah, you're gonna have to heat that shit up in the microwave. I it wasn't, it didn't turn me on. Um, but uh, I went to drop her off at her house, right? Because it was like a dinner time. I went to drop her off, and I missed the left turn into her neighborhood. And she looked at me. I swear to God, she goes, you're not kidnapping me, are you? Like, oh, God. That's what she told me in the middle of a date, first date. You're not kidnapping me, are you? I'm like, dude, don't flatter yourself, all right? Really? I'm going to kidnap an 18-year-old? Like, ugh. Just have to listen to her in the car. Like, what are you going to do to me? What's your, what's your problem? Huh? <laughs> I'm not going to kidnap anyone, but if I was, it wouldn't be like an 18-year-old. It'd be like a 50-year-old cougar. That would be way hotter. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, you know, over here, maybe maybe I'll kidnap her, huh? Yeah, because it'd be more like, what are you doing to me? It's way, way hotter. I'm like, yeah, get in the trunk. She's like, you can come in my trunk. I'm like, hey, come on. You know, you got to be a little scared. Jesus. There's a power dynamic here, okay? Meredith. Um, yeah, all right, let's see, so yeah, now, now I'm dating this chick with a curfew, (laughs) oh man, I just, it hurts every time I say it, I just date, I gotta start dating people, I'm like, stop laughing, it's not not even a funny, that's not even a joke, it's just now, now it is kind of a joke. I mean, the cool thing is she lets me wear, like, you know, fucking band shirts and shit, you know. I'm like, cool, we're the same age now. I can't, if I wear, like, a button shirt, I'm like, I feel like her father. So it's really weird. Um, all right. All right, Pam. I, I, now I'm going to go, now I'm going to go think about who I'm dating. I'm going to go on Tinder after this. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on Tinder, and I'm going to put on that little, little, that little subsection. I'll be like, please stay out after 2 a.m., please, just for the love of God, after 12 or something. I'm lonely. All right, that's it, Pam. I'm done. Here's your horn back. Keep it going for Ryan Papazian. Back after all this time from the hinterlands of Irvine, where he dates 18-year-old girls. <laughs> With curfews. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. It's funny. And <laughs> sorry, it's funny. But it's great though, because you, I mean, all right. <laughs> they have curfews. It's so funny. I nanny for children. I have to bring them back by a certain time. Is that their curfew? Uh, but I'm, I, I touch a lot of baby dicks, but only for money. By the way, that's not. I don't. I don't do it for fun. You're not touching baby dicks. Although I guess that 18-year-old clitorises could be called baby dicks. I guess you could do that if you wanted to. It's a large stretch. 
Anyways, but it's a, I mean, did you know, Journey, that uh, women and men have the same genitalia until nine weeks? That it's the same thing that girls, and then it either turns into a penis or it becomes a clitoris, but it's all the same. We all have the potential to have the same dick. We can all be dicks. I'm glad we all know that now. It's good. Uh, Your next comedian is a super funny lady. Uh, And... One of the smartest people I know, and when, if I, if you guys want to be political, follow this lady. I, I mean, I, I believe whatever you say. I'm like, oh yeah, I should be, list, I, I will vote. Tell me how to vote, okay? Like, I listen to the League of Pissed Off Voters, but I'm, I'm going to listen to you more. And I, you guys are going to love her too. Put your hands together. It's Journey Roberts! Can we just keep talking about food stamps? Yeah! It feels topical. I don't, unfortunately, I make too much money. To, oh, I know. To, oh, boy, I feel like everyone should get food stamps. Like, I feel like Bill Gates and Alice Waters, what's her fault? Walton, all those cunts should all get food stamps. I don't know. Like, I feel like everything that everybody needs should just be, like, communal. Like, I don't... I think people are, are suckers when they demand jobs. Like, I feel bad for people who walk around like demand, like, we need jobs. No, you need money. Those aren't the, you need soup. You need sneakers and Jay-Z singles, that's all. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> being miserable 40 hours out of your week is not the human experience, like, it's not. <laughs> And I hear people say like, well, oh, what's, you're going to take people away people's meaning in life if you, if you take their shitty jobs away from them. No, you just won't be able to coerce people to like blow up coal and keep people in cages for a living. Like that's, <laughs> if, you, if you start feeding people, you can't make them do those things anymore. The only way you do that is if you go, oh, n- no more soup. <laughs> And they go, really? I need soup. Maybe I can. Maybe I can walk around with a baton for a minute. Maybe I can scare the shit out of people for a living. Maybe that's okay. That's the only so. Yeah, that's, that's my theory. That's why. That's why. Even if you. That's why. Even if you get healthcare, they're never gonna give you dental. <laughs> they're, they're never. They're never gonna give you dental because there are people who just don't deserve to eat. Like no, you. Don't you know, like, there's the good people who make money and should be eating, and there's you dirty, poor people who should find your ass some soup if you can get some. Uh, I don't know. Is anybody voting for Vader? Anybody doing that? Anybody? Y'all gonna? Listen, listen, in defense, in defense of Hillary Clinton, in defense of the Clinton, like, I love the Clintons. I admire the Clintons. Like, who doesn't love Bonnie and Clyde? (laughs) Right? They're adorable. I don't know. They were both reaching for the same arms deal, and... (laughs) It's fucking precious. And I feel, I, no, really, I feel like that's a legitimate political opinion. Like, there are people, I don't, I don't, I don't trust people who want to vote for Clinton's tits. Like, I don't, I don't think that's a legitimate political point, but I do think it's legitimate to say, like, hey, you know, Luke Skywalker's adorable. <laughs> right? He's fucking precious. That's so cute, right? With the health care and the sh- it's college tuition. Adorable. But, like, Vader makes the force go round. 
Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's a legitimate political point. If you really believe that Darth Vader makes the fucking force go round, then fucking vote for Hillary Clinton. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just don't vote with your vagina. It's not sanitary. Don't do it. Uh, I don't know. I'm all for tits in the White House, just not not that particular pair. Like, not that, not that pussy in the White House. Different pussy. Lizzie Walker pussy. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm political. I don't know. Like I just I don't want to give the Clintons the White House just as they can't think of anything else to do with themselves. Like they've been playing world domination for like 30 years, and the thought of getting up and like squeezing orange juice and doing the crossword with each other, I'm sure, makes them sick to their fucking stomachs. Like those two do not want to talk to each other, and who could fucking blame them? Like debrief, talk about all the dirt they've fucking done over the, no one wants that. Like no one, but like the look of frustration on their faces is like the same look I see when people like don't have enough data to download Angry Birds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they just need the White House as like a distraction from their, sh- and they're gonna have to like learn how to be people before they die or not. Maybe she'll get into office and the two of them can just play risk for the rest of their fucking lives. <laughs> But in this case, they actually get to like bomb and giggle about killing dictators. Is that, have you seen that footage? Has anyone seen that footage of Hillary Clinton giggling about the, yeah, bad, she's bad. She, I'm not saying they're evil. I'm not, like, I'm not one of them, you're a Nazi. I'm not, I'm, they're not evil. I'm just saying like all the countries that donated to the Clinton Foundation got their arms deals through. Like maybe that's a clerical error, right? It's an oversight, it's fine. They're good people, it's all good. Everyone's a good person. (laughs) Everyone's a good, like no one wakes up, no one wakes up in the morning saying, how am I gonna commit evil today? Everyone just feels like a good person, except for good people who feel like shit bags. (laughs) That's the truth. Good people feel shitty all the time. If you don't believe me, you can go and research uh, Schindler of Schindler's List. That guy felt like a dirtbag. He's he's like, I could have got more out. There's hundreds of people walking around because that guy felt like shit his whole life. It's true. Like, do you ever think about all the horrible things that happen to have to you before you become a person? Like, if you look at any great figure in history, it's because something really tremendously terrible happened to them when they were young, and they went, oh, this is what it is to be a person. I should probably treat other people like people. That's true. Horrible things have to happen to you. I am not telling you you should hit your kids. (laughs) I am definitely not telling you to hit your kids. I'm saying it's better for the rest of us if they get hit. I'm saying leave them places and just hope. That's all I'm saying. Again, don't hit your kids. Do your bully joke. Oh, my bully, you guys wanted my bully joke? My bully joke. Uh, I'm pro-bullying, anyone else? In favor of bullying? I realized I was pro-bullying while listening to the good people of NPR. Um, There's this guy on there, he's a journalist, he's super broken up because when he was 15, some kids threw him in a lake. So he went back to his high school reunion to tell those people that he makes more money than they do. Exactly, I'm pretty sure that's why that little bitch got his ass thrown in a lake, guys. (laughs) Fuck that guy. I don't know, I just feel like bullies are just 
overly enthusiastic quality control. I mean, if no one had ever told you that you're boring and smell funny, please consider you could still be walking around like that. Like someone took that fucking bullet for you. Hug a bully, that's what I'm saying. They're trying to do the right thing. They're trying. I don't know, but I'm, I'm mean. I'm an asshole. Anyone else? Mean person? Are there any mean, mean people? Uh, I'm mean, which I, I realized when I moved in with a boy. <laughs> you learn these things about yourself. Uh, I don't know. I, I can hurt his feelings just agreeing with him. Like, he, he keeps wanting to sit me down and be like, no babies, I don't want any babies. And I'm going like, we're all, we're all good there, Sparky. <laughs> like, no one's trying to fucking trap you. I guess you're supposed to, like, temper that a little and be more, oh, no, no, no. Oh, I was so looking forward to pushing your gremlins out of my cooch. <laughs> now, sadly, I have to devote myself to art and music. <laughs> get to grips with Coppola, I'm fucking heartbroken. I don't know, his sperm doesn't taste special to me, but. Like, I could be wrong, maybe there's like 46 president floating around that little ball sack of his, but I can't taste it, is all I'm saying. <laughs> can't taste it, fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm in the, I'm in the middle of uh, of being of not having a boyfriend shortly. Uh, is anyone else in uh, love? <laughs> is anyone else in <laughs> love you? <laughs> kind of like not like Wuthering Heights love, but like no, it's just me. <laughs> it's just me. Again, I'm a mean person. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> like I remember, I rem I look back wistfully on the days when dying alone sounded terrible. <laughs> like you know, really, you know, when you're when you're 15 and you have no idea what love is, <laughs> you're so desperate to be in a relationship and. Sounds to now it just sounds like peaceful now. <laughs> now it just sounds like I'm gonna get a minute's rest. <laughs> like it's not, you're not gonna have someone yapping in your ear while you're trying to make it to the maybe next level, probably dirt nap. I don't I don't know. I don't know. You are the light and the bulb. <laughs> I have no idea what to pay attention to. Not a fucking clue. But I know that's not the answer. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's only funny to me. I don't know why people don't think small tragedies are funnier. Like, they're... <laughs> the fact that people walk around and think the good things are going to happen to them. <laughs> why? Why should anything good happen to you ever? There's no reason for it. What the fuck are you expecting good things to happen to you for? Why? What'd you do for it? I don't know. Like it's the it's that's what sucks about modernity. Is there's just too much food around, which is why I'm voting for Bernie Sanders, because I think it's possible for us to treat each other with dignity, right? Like it, we have enough food now. A couple hundred years ago, that wasn't the case, but now there's enough food. But like, Hi. it used to be. Shut up! Shut your fucking mouth! <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> this is my point right here. There's so much. There's so much food around. There's just these useless fucking people walking around like that piece of shit. You know, like two, three hundred years ago, just being alive was impressive. Like it meant you knew how to do something. Like either chop wood down or suck dick or something. 
Like you were good at something. Now people just walk around, like I go back and visit my family and I go, oh, this is what's wrong. It's like anything you hate about yourself, you can still live with, it sucks. Like it used to be anything you hated about yourself, it was because you either had to fix it or fucking die. Way better system. Now we hate ourselves and we just keep walking around. It's bizarre to me. What else is bizarre is that we all are kind of operating under the theory of I am awesome, you suck. Like, I don't know how such a popular theory can be so wrong, but we all seem to be holding the eye. I feel like most of us are caught between, like, what, you think you're better than me? And, oh, honey, <laughs> I am so much better. <laughs> like, most of us are, like, right in that wedge. It's all a fucking waste of time. Uh, fuck poor people. Don't eat poor people. You don't deserve it. Don't deserve it. Uh, but yes, vote for Bernie Sanders. Did you want me to tell you how to vote? Vote for Bernie Sanders. The Clintons are evil. They're evil. Hi, how's it going? I was just telling the people how to vote. How are you? Uh, what else? I have a lot of sexual fetishes like monogamy. That's enough for me. Have a great night, everybody. Okay, if you have a chance, clap it for Journey Roberts, yay! She has theory. She must, I bet she has a thing in her pocket about gender theory. She's gonna whip it out, wow! Your next comedian uh, is a very funny young man. He's drinking a Takati. Every time, I did it today again, where I took my dishes and there was sticky stuff on the side of them and I filled them up with water and I let it soak in the honor of his great uncle who, it's, it's his joke, exactly. And every single fucking time I put the water in the stuff, I'm like, Jer- Jeremy Montez's his uncle taught us to let it soak. Anyway. You'll, you, if he does the joke, you guys will get it. But if not, I always let it soak in honor of him. Put your hands together. It's Jeremy Talamantes! What's up? No one knows who you're talking about. I was creeped out. I was like, what joke is that? Fuck. I don't know that one. That's real shit. That's not a joke. I don't know what you're talking about. We're on a food truck. Uh, which means I've done drugs on a food truck. It's a restaurant job. You know. My coworkers always complaining about tips because they don't get any because I give shitty service. It's like, dude, not everyone deserves tips. You know, like, I like tips. I don't deserve them. Right? Smoke weed and make sandwiches. It's like, I'd be doing that anyways. You know? <laughs> Shit. It's a dangerous fucking job, dude. Gotta, gotta be careful. One time, I, one time I burned my hand on the stove. I was so high, I didn't even say ow, I was like, ooh. That was fucking cool, I kept showing up. That's what I do now, I'm addicted. I've been cutting onions all day and I feel emotionally drained. It's fucking rough. That's what I do, I just take bong rips, clock in, you gotta remember to clock in, that's like the most important part. And then I go straight to cutting onions. No one suspects a thing, you know? Dude, Jeremy's weeping, (laughs) dude, that's beautiful. Cutting my onions. 
doesn't matter. You don't want them on your sandwiches. doesn't matter how I cut them. Just have fun, you know? Pretend to be a samurai. It's fun stuff. <laughs> it's what we do. Yeah, we, oh, what they were talking about, I work in kitchens. It's the family business. My dad worked in a kitchen. My grandfather was actually the dishwasher that invented letting it soak. It's true. Yeah. Everyone thought he was fucking lazy. No. It's too far ahead of his time. <laughs> Jebediah Eduardo Talamantes III showed the world those dishes would do themselves. <laughs> kind of, all right? He's a hero. But in the end, he was fired for what he believed in. So sad. Pretty sad and true, coincidentally. Mm. That is good stuff. Tecate, it means togetherness in Spanish. It's true. No. I'm half Mexican. I don't speak any Spanish. I wish I did. I want to speak Spanish and shit, you know? It's like, but I had to learn like a whole nother language. It's so time consuming. I just wish it was laying dormant within me. You know? Someone would cut me off in traffic. I'd be like, pinche pendejo. <gasps> <laughs> Dios mío. <laughs> My father would appear in the clouds like Yeremi. You cannot run from who you are. I'd be like, oh, you're still alive, Dad. See you at home. Yeah. It's cool being in San Francisco. I saw, it's a crazy city, man. I saw some lady reading the Bible on her tablet. I was like, oh shit, it's coming full circle. <laughs> Back on a tablet? No. <laughs> so I'm not religious, dude. I don't. You guys hear this new Pope? Pope Francis? You guys like? You guys, yeah? Does, right? Saying all sorts of crazy stuff like, oh, gay people are cool. There's no such thing as hell. And I'm like, that's, yeah, that's great. But it's like, dude, I've been saying that shit for years. Nobody gave a fuck. No one cared when Jeremy Talamantes said it. No, but the Pope gets on TV. He's like, oh, what a forward thinker. Dude's a child molester, all right? <laughs> you wouldn't listen to me? He probably, I don't have proof, but probably, right? At the very least, he knows what's going on in his kingdom, you know? You don't just, like, fucking hang out with child molesters and be like, oh, you guys go ahead. I'm going to... I'm going to go sleep in my golden bed alone. It's been a long day of poping. Got fucking, you know. Dude molests children. That's why I'm going to fight him. I've been challenging the Pope to a fight. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. So get that fucking chimney ready. Better anoint a new challenger because I'm going to kick the shit out of the Pope. For the kids. I'm a hero. Am, am I a hero yet? Sure. I don't know. Probably. You know, it's like, if the Pope is so infallible, how come he won't fight me? <laughs> is it because he knows he'll lose? Is that it? I'm going to beat the shit out of the Pope. <laughs> Slap him up. That's fun stuff, huh? It's a pretty fun joke. Really, I just need to win, dude. I'm fucking... Just bang on his fucking Pope-mobile. Like, I've challenged him. You can come to San Jose, San Francisco. I'll fucking fight him. I'll go to the Vatican. Fight him, dude. I don't care. Child molesting Pope Francis. What I do? Just accuse people of things. I need a win, all right? I just need a win. I'm 0-1. 
Not a good fighter. You know. I wish I could. I wish I was tough, dude. I wish I could like tear my shirt off before a fight. I don't have the body for it. I'm not gonna reveal my soft underbelly. Show you where you should punch me. I feel like we're hearing my lips too much. I feel like I like that's what's getting the way every joke I have. She's like a little. And you guys don't. Maybe you didn't know you were hearing it. I didn't know I was hearing it for a while, but it's there. See, yeah, there. We are. <laughs> Damn you, weed! You've betrayed me once again. Oh, wow, that's the king of beers, if ever I've had one. That's good stuff. You guys like my lips? <laughs> that's where jokes come from sometimes, you know? My little lips and kisses. Sometimes kisses. I feel like, I feel like we got to change sex ed in schools, man. You got to make kids excited to learn. Make them want to come in class, you know? Just make... Why, like, why is it, I went to public school, why is there a PE teacher trying to tell me about sex? Why was he the dude giving me the talk? Like, the least qualified teacher in the whole school. Like an old man in short shorts. He had a map of the female body. He didn't understand it. He was like, boy, you just get out there and you give it your all. You have fun, you give it 110%. Get out there, boys. Remember, no pain, no pleasure. Yeah. That's why no one knows where the clitoris is, you know? It's like now I do. I do now, you know? It's always in the same spot. It's not below the vagina. It's not next to her belly button. It even sticks out. It's trying to find you, you know? It's true. It's factual. You can Google that. Look at those facts. I mean, I'm not a scientist or anything. I didn't go to a fucking science school or anything. Your little fancy science schools. I didn't go to those, all right? But I could be I could be a scientist. Could fucking do that shit hella easy. It's just guess and check. She gotta be like, ask a question and then do that stuff. I don't need to buy some fucking billion dollar textbook. I could be a scientist if I wanted. She gotta dissect frogs. I can find a frog, you know. Just like, do frogs have nuts? Yeah, they do. <laughs> Turns out my hypothesis incorrect. I didn't think they had I didn't think frogs had nuts. I guess apparently that's how they developed that croaky thing. They kept landing on them evolutionarily. Just got the sweet frog nuts dipping in the pond. You know when you step on the stage, you share my bomb with me? If I bomb and you're standing here, it's half yours, dude. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Let's talk about frog nuts. Ew. Fun stuff. Pretty fun. I'm a scientist. That's the only reason I want to be a scientist. It's just so I could say that all the time. I'm a scientist. And people be like, oh, my goodness. Okay, sure. No, no, no. I'm a scientist. Just pouring vials. I could do that. I can fucking pour. I don't need to go to some fancy science school. God damn it. Just do some research, man. My friend always used to tell me. I don't know if this is true or not. This was in high school. You used to tell me if you uh, eat a lot of pineapple. I don't know if you heard this. Apparently makes your cum taste sweeter. It's true. Apparently it's true. I don't know. That's, a lot of people told me that's fact. It's like, I don't get how you would prove that, though. And I'm a scientist, so I don't... You know, I, how do you prove it? For something to even be a theory, you got to prove that shit over and over again. Are they just scientists drinking beakers of cum? Like, hmm tastes sweeter, 
But damn it, we need more government funding. If only. I'm gonna do that for the rest. That's my class. That's my classic material. Ryan had his horn. He was honking. I got my lip smacking, little smooches. Fun stuff. Um, it's like fun little. I don't know. Whatever. I like. I like smooches. Those are nice. It's fun stuff. But don't get fooled. I'm a fucking. You know, I ride a motorcycle, dude. It's, yeah. It's not mine. It's my girlfriend's. I just. I just sit on the back. I do. Yeah, people, like, I don't, people want to act like that's not fucking cool. Like, I'm still riding a motorcycle. Still dangerous. Why, why people want to judge me just because I, oh, because I ride my girl's hog? I'm not as fucking cool. Dude, I, like, I'll still be a vegetable if she crashes too. What the fuck? Like, as soon as I take, like, a sit, a seat back, it's not cool to ride a motorcycle? And I hear what people say. I know the terms. I hear it. You guys talking right behind my back. People call it riding bitch. I tell those people, nah, I'm riding, bitch. And then I squeeze my girlfriend, she pops a wheelie. And we run a red light. Sometimes she just farts and we stall out, but you know. That's what love is. It's love. It's just, you know, it's the highest level. You found it, ma'am. You look like you fart around your significant <laughs> other quite a bit, huh? You fart around your man? You got a man? No. So you just fart. Cool. It's all for you. Hell yeah. I used to fart around my... I used to hide it from my girlfriend. I was scared. Scared that if she knew my true power, she would leave me. But now we're honest. I've opened up. We're fucking... Uh, whatever. Get out of here. That's a shitty joke. Get, get out of here. It's not coming back. Uh we having fun? We're going to bed soon. Ten minutes for turning out the lights, all right? We're gonna fucking. I'll still be on stage talking. I'll be here. You're clearly, you know, you're falling asleep. We'll just tuck it in. I'll, I'll start singing lullabies in ten minutes. You know, come by and cradle each one of you until you're sound asleep. Get in there, you little little. Right, little, little little kiss on the on the forehead. I'm not in a weird way, not a creepy way, just a little. You know, like, hey, we're family now. This might as well be the Olive Garden. We're together now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I got to go pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm not seeing you lullabies. I'm a liar. Preparing you for real life. Just like your parents. No, you don't get a lullaby tonight. All right? We should be sleeping more. People should sleep more, man. That's why, that's why the world's fucked up, dude. Everyone's just cranky. I see people like, I see people like, oh, trying to change the world. Like, oh, someone needs to do something. It's like, no. Everyone needs to do nothing. <laughs> Things have been getting done for thousands of years. Let's take a fucking nap. <laughs> you know, just go to sleep, dude. Yeah. You guys need to open your fucking eyes, all right? And then gently close them. <laughs> all right. Hey, good night. I'm Jared Tom on this. Open the eyes and then gently close them. I love that. We would we would hate each other a lot less if we were sleeping more. Your last comedian of the night, your headliner tonight is so amazing. He is 
probably my favorite comedian. He's one of my favorite two comedians here. Um, I have to say my favorite comedian in SF comedy is Joe Gorman. I just got to put that down. I know you say whoa, but like he always brings, he's like, I'm always having a great time and everything's awesome because I'm Joe Gorman. My second favorite comedian is your headliner tonight. He is not just an amazing comedian, he's also a drummer. Uh, in the amazing band Floating Goat, if you have never heard them, they play in all the fills of all of the Pamtastics and all the things. He's an amazing comedian. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy that he's here tonight. He's going to rock it out. Put your hands together, everybody, for my my second favorite comedian in San Francisco. <laughs> Drummer comedian Aaron Barrett. All right, Mutiny Radio, partying like rock stars tonight. Yes. Passing out on heroin. That's how rock stars fucking party, right? Oh, my, you know, my rock star partying days are over, you know. I honestly, I haven't done cocaine in like six or seven years, you know, because cocaine's one of those drugs. You don't just, you know, you don't just do it. You do it all fucking night. You know what I mean? And nowadays it always cracks me up. I don't do it, but I'll be somewhere. I'll be at a party. I'll be at a bar. Some guy will come up to me and be like, hey, bro, you want a little bump? Huh? You want a little bump? I'm always like... I don't know. You want me to follow you around the rest of the night pretending to like you? I can bump the whole bag, dick. By the way, if you're a guy and you're offering another guy Coke, what the fuck is wrong with you? All right? Let's just get that out of the way. Jeremy talking about uh, you eat pineapples and makes your cum. My 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 uh, my one of my ex girlfriends told me that once too, you know, and she was like, "Yeah, it's supposed to make your cum taste better." I'm like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah, that's what I heard." I'm like, "Huh? Well, maybe you should start eating wasabi, huh?" <laughs> All right, let's try that one. Uh, I love that shit. Uh, I am uh, I am single now though, and it's and it's like it's tough to get women because I don't have coke, so I have to talk to them, you know. Uh, it's rough, but there's certain women I will not talk to. You know, the women who have that real annoying voice, are like, yeah, right, I know, right. Oh my god, right. Oh, shut the fuck up, man. Oh, it drives me nuts. And I was outside a bar the other night uh, in the marina, and there was these two girls standing outside on the sidewalk chirping away. And all of a sudden, I hear one girl say to the other girl, she's like, yeah, and then I made the mistake of telling Laura, and I fucking lost it, I walked right up to her, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot, she's like, excuse me, why am I an idiot, I'm like, you can't trust Laura, man, <laughs> she can tell everybody, get us all in trouble, I actually refer to, um, I refer to those women as the Louis Vuitton girls, right? Because they always have like Louis Vuitton like handbag, a Louis Vuitton luggage dish towel. I don't know what else Louis Vuitton makes, but I wish they would make something more practical for these women, you know? Like something they could really use, you know, put to use. Like, how about the Louis Vuitton noose? How about that? Yeah. They found Laura hanging in the shower last week, but she looks so cute. She did. <laughs> Like Laura's last selfie. <laughs> the Louis Vuitton selfie stick. The, su the suicide selfie stick. I love it. LV. Can't afford coach. Uh, these women. You got to, you know, I, there, is, there is like one, one, 
One girl I met recently that was really sweet. I actually, about three months ago, I was sitting at a cafe, and this fairly overweight blind girl came up to my table, and she's like, do you mind if I have a seat? I'm like, no, sit down. And uh, we've actually gotten to talking. We've become really good friends. We meet for lunch, you know, two or three times a week. Um, But over the course of the three months I've known her, she lost a lot of weight, and I'm, like, feeling really guilty about it because she, like, told me the other day, she's like, Aaron... I don't know what it is about you, but ever since I met you, I lost 23 pounds. And I'm like, I know, you look amazing. But the reason I feel guilty is because I don't know if I should tell her I've been eating her fries the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gain weight, you know. And you got to, you know, another thing about being single is you got to be careful who you sleep with, guys. There's STDs out there. This is more of a public service announcement. Um, about a year ago, I met a girl from Alaska. I just want to warn you guys, don't sleep with women in Alaska. Don't even do it. You guys have no idea how hard it is to get rid of king crabs. All right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just boiling water and melted butter. That's it. It's... it's <laughs> It's the only STD you can eat. (laughs) Yeah. And then blue crabs. Um, Got to be careful, guys. Got to be careful. Vermont. Slept with a girl from Vermont. Didn't catch anything from her, but I definitely woke up feeling the burn. Uh, what else we gonna do? I, I'm, um, I'm trying to get in shape. I have a buddy who's like giving me shit. He's like, dude, look at you. He's like, what are you gonna do if you get in a fight? What's your first move? And I'm like, fucking, what? He's like, the crane? Karate kid? You think that's a defense? He's like, no. You gotta get into mixed martial arts, real martial arts, mixed martial arts. He's like, come to the, come to the bar with me this Friday and check out UFC. I was like, all right, whatever. You know, I, I've seen the posters. I've seen some clips here and there, but I actually never really seen one of these fights before. You guys all all seen UFC at this point, right? Yeah? I went to the bar. I'm watching this shit. And I'm like, three minutes into it, I'm like, fucking mixed martial art? Art of what? Spooning? It's like extreme spooning. What the fuck does UFC stand for? Ultimate fondling and cuddling? <laughs> fucking, you know, but sure enough, though, I ended up getting in a fight, though. I did, and I, but I, I swept the guy's leg, and I had him in a headlock on the ground. I mean, I was spooning him real fucking tight, you know what I mean? And then I don't know what happened. He must have felt my boner growing in his butt because he flipped me over so fast. I didn't know it hit me. I thought I was dead. I think this mic's been off the whole time. <sighs> but then all of a sudden, he whispered in my ear. He was like... I like your moves, bro. (laughs) And I was like, I like yours too. That was pretty sweet right there. And he was like, you want to get together and spar sometime? And I was like, you got any coke? (laughs) He's like, yeah, bro. So he let me go. We've been spooning for about two weeks now. Yeah. Yeah, nothing serious. Light spooning in the kitchen sink. Um... Uh, I, I've been watching a lot of, uh, I don't have TV anymore, I've been watching a lot of uh, stuff on the internet now, you know, because I grew up on TV that was like educational, you know, shit you could grow, uh, learn from, like Sesame Street, right, you know, and nowadays it's just all garbage reality television, you know, and if they had, if they had like a channel for adults with Sesame Street characters to teach us about things as adults we don't know about, like, I don't know everything there is to know about sex, even at my age, I don't, you know, but if they had a Sesame Street channel to teach me, can you imagine this channel, it'd be awesome, it'd be like, Sesame Street, After Dark, yeah, coming up on Bert and Ernie, brought to you by the letters S and M. 
Sa safe word rubber ducky. <laughs> Learn how to masturbate with your imagination with Big Bird. Oh, right there, Snuffleupagus. Oh, Snuffy, stick your big furry trunk in my cloaca. Cloaca? <laughs> word of the day? Still learning here, folks. Guys, stick around. Learn how to eat pussy with Cookie Monster. Pussy, Cookie Monster, I love you, pussy. Cookie Monster, I love pussy. Who got that one? Special guest, Maria. Maria! Oh, taco time. It's taco time. Last week, I had Big Bird. It was hard to get feathers out of my teeth. It's hard to eat cloaca. It is. It is. How about you kinky people stay up late with the count? One, two... Three, relax. Four, five fingers inside. Ah, 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 now you're fisting. I mean, I'm not saying I'm into learning about fisting, but who better teach you about fisting than a puppet, right? <laughs> I can stick it right up there, baby. We're talking about UFC violence. I'm not a violent person, you know. I don't believe, you know, I don't hit your kids, all that stuff. But I don't want to stand up here and preach to you guys. I'll admit, I did actually have to hit my kid once uh, when my girlfriend was four months pregnant. That was it. Uh, <laughs> took care of itself. No, I joke. I, I actually, I support Planned Parenthood. It's a little controversial sometimes, but I support Planned Parenthood. But they are annoying. I was on Hate Street the other day. There's one of these girls up there with her clipboard. She's like, hey, sir, can I talk to you for a second? And I was like, no, totally support you guys. Keep it up, man. I love it. She's like, no, 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 sir. Excuse me, we're trying to raise some money. I was like, hey, man, I fucking sent you like six or seven girls last year, man. <laughs> it cost me like 1200 bucks. She's like, that's not funny, sir. That would cost more than $1,200. I was like, I got a club card, all right? <laughs> a club card. God, was that really only eight minutes? Hee-hee. What else would we do? We can bring out the, what was it, 43rd president of the United States? Did you guys know that George W. Bush does stand-up comedy? All right, let's bring him out here. My name is George W. Bush, and I love tacos. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. I know a lot of you might not recognize me. This is what I call incognito. It's a fancy word for disguise. This is what I call my liberal look. It's the kind of look that says, hi, I'm comfortable with abortion and gay sex. Appreciate that. A lot of people ask me, say, George, why do you want to get into stand-up comedy? I said, well... I always want to know what it's like to bomb a stage. <laughs> appreciate that. I appreciate that. A lot of people ask me why I don't come to San Francisco, liberal capital of California. I said I want to come back and make some amends, California. I've made some mistakes. You've made some mistakes. Namely, Nancy Pelosi. I'm sorry, but I didn't know Skeletor had a twin sister. It's creepy. Creepy. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. A lot of people warned me. I said, George, people don't like you. They might throw tomatoes at you. I said, well, I've been to Iraq. They throw shoes at you in Iraq. There's an old saying in Iraq. I'm not sure if you've ever heard this one. It goes something like this. Shoot me once, shame on you. Shoot me twice, well, you ain't got no shoes. <laughs> appreciate that. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. 
A lot of people ask me what I've been doing in the last eight years, what kind of extracurricular activities I've been getting into. Went to my first rave last weekend in San Francisco. Apparently there's an Amber Alert for someone named Molly. <laughs> if you see her, call Amber. I'm not sure how that works. Appreciate that. Been taking some acting lessons lately. Very similar to my college days. All I have to do is say line, please. <laughs> appreciate that. Appreciate that. A lot of people ask me what it was like to hang out with Dick Cheney, or as we used to call him, Dictator. He loved tater tots. He did. 425 degrees, 20 minutes, nice and crispy. Appreciate that. I like to tell people about our times at Camp David. At nighttime, we get our G.I. Joe sleeping bags down next to the fire and pray to God. I always loved what Cheney used to say to God. He'd say, dear God, I know I got a bad heart, but please let me live another day or I'll shoot you in the fucking face. <laughs> Cheney calls the shots with God. Appreciate that. Old dictator, I love it. I have to catch a red eye back to Crawford tonight. Laura's making taquitos. It's Mexican for little taco. <laughs> appreciate that. I appreciate that. I know we've got summer vacation coming up, and I know you guys all might want to take some time to visit my presidential library. Some people have told me, George, it's an awful big building for one copy of Goodnight Moon, but <laughs> still appreciate that. Still appreciate that. All right, that's done. That's it for the George W. Bush portion of the show. Uh, I'll leave you guys with this. I'll leave you guys with this. I uh, talking about being a rock star. I still play music and stuff, but I used to go see all those bands in the '80s. You know, I I used to go see all the hair bands and all that stuff. And and uh, but one day, one band to this day I've never seen is ACDC. And you gotta love these guys. I mean, come on, 40 years just writing the same song over and over again. But the thing I love about ACDC is that they've never sold out. Right? They've never done a ballad. They've never done a commercial. But just like all my favorite bands, they will sell out someday. I actually predict it's going to be a McDonald's commercial. That's what I think they're going to do, like Super Bowl 75 or something. I don't know. Uh, I can already imagine how the song is going to go. I think it's going to go a little something like this. My impression of ACDC doing a McDonald's commercial. They got the super size, I'm telling you no lies. Knocking me out with those American fries. Take a moment to share kids' meal with apples and pears. Have a soft serve cone, Big Mac, two pies, and McRib, cause I'm loving it all night long. Alright, guys, my name's Aaron Barry. Thank you, Beauty Radio. Stephanie. Huzzah! Yes! Drummer comedian Aaron Barrett. Hey everybody, give it up for all the comedians you've seen tonight. See if I can remember them. Jonah Pollock, Stephanie Silverman, Ryan Papazian, Aaron Barrett, and the other ones who aren't here anymore. But thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you audience members for being here the whole time. Uh, Viva Mutiny Radio. Uh, give your claps to the back for David Zunzu Kersher. Thanks for running the ones and twos. We'll see you guys every Friday till the wheels fall off here on uh, Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse on Mutiny Radio, 8 to 10 p.m. Goodbye. Yay. <laughs> Let's get it on.
often. And uh, you know, if you're all in these neighboring farms and there's a wedding, that's when you get to see, you know, Jenny across the, the farm, the suitor, yeah, and maybe you guys can dance or something. Like get you, some pie. Get some, yeah, some punch and pie together. I mean, I think that was one of there. It's such weddings are so ingrained in our culture, and you know, the question is, what is it about? us as humans and we know that life is impermanence humanity is impermanent all of us die and all that but that we we i'm gonna say force ourselves we choose From thy sleep. This is mutinyradio.fm in San Francisco, and it's time to get on board the morning train. <laughs> 